Hey, everyone. <laughs> Figured this is going to be happening a lot, but uh, a lot of anxiety about there about what's happened Twitter spaces and tweets right now. This time, I, this is very spontaneous. I'd not talk Adam into joining me here. So uh, anyone that wants to wants to talk Twitter, uh, definitely ask to speak. Um, I am very curious about what's going to happen to uh, a platform, honestly, that I feel like, I, even though, you know, I think we all have such a love-hate relationship with this goddamn thing, um, it, it, I would be lying if I didn't say that Twitter has, has uh, given me a lot more than it's taken from me. Uh, and I, I care about it, you know? I, I want this not to be... Not to drive into the goddamn drink, actually. And actually, here's my actual my real question. And again, I would love to get other folks up here. And um, I, you know, we've I, I feel I've been on Twitter for so long, um, and it uh, and there we are, make out your speaker. Um, you know, it's been I maybe it is time to just like replace this thing. Maybe it is time to actually. Uh, I, cause I kind of feel if this, I mean, it, it, this is obviously going to go one of two ways, but if they let Trump on and, you know, as Casey was saying in the last call, if they, if they release all the supervillains into Gotham and we get Milo back, this place is going to go to, to 8chan so fucking fast. And I feel that there's going to be a lot of demand for those of us for whom Twitter is like a really important part of of our livelihood, honestly. I mean, you know, I see a lot of folks here, technologists here, that for whom, you know, we've built not just a, uh, built a real, real community on Twitter. And, uh, you know, I, I would assume there's going to be a lot of demand from all of us to go somewhere else, I hope. So, I don't know. Mick, what do you think? I think really the only thing that's swirling around in my head is like, and maybe it's reminiscent to 2016, uh, but like, what if it isn't bad? Like, what if, what if those things don't happen? You know, what if it actually does? Uh, so I am totally cool with that, by the way. I've actually got no problem with that. Um, I would be very happy for this place to improve. Um, and I've got like a, I mean, in particular, um, you know, my, um, I, the, the, and I'm just, Casey was talking about um, what happens to Jay Sullivan. Is the, the current, I think Jay Sullivan's been a huge, uh, improvement for Twitter, and I would love to see. I would love to see that bolstered, and I would love to see. So I got a laundry list of things that oh, improvements I want to see that have got nothing to do with you know. I want Twitter Spaces improvements, so I'd be happy for that. Um, I think so. Here, I would love to for your consideration. Here's like the binary decision: this is going to go one way or the other. They're going to let Trump back onto the platform or not. And I don't know. I feel that it represents so much to let him on the platform and it represents so much to keep him off the platform that that's going to dictate the direction it goes. What do you think? Well, I, I kind of feel like that's the canary in the coal mine of, of how it'll go. And so how do you, and what do you think? <laughs> do you think guide me? Do you think he's so no, I mean, so my, my, gut in my heart tells me that we will see him back on the platform oh, and it will go to shit oh, but as as someone who wants like have hope you know i i want to see you know trump stay off the platform milo off the platform you know all these people uh staying off the platform and, and i hope it it turns out that way i guess you know people say that i'm a, an optimist so 
That's okay, so with, with, let's go. With, let's. Go, I love. I'm an optimist too. Let's go with the most optimistic take, which is so. W- first of all, we're going to keep the supervillains off the platform. The, the people who will and and did I think lead to so much discord. Um, what then? What would Elon do to kind of to, to move the platform in the right direction? Do you think? I think getting the bot problem under control would be, you know, a step number one. And do you think is the bot problem? Is that a real problem? I think it is. I th- I think you know when you look at not so much as like the leading voices on Twitter, but you know every thread that you see that gets started is just rampant with with what I would really see as like bots and memes and you know like like the meme warfare like it's just it may not be the leading thing you see but it really drives down deep into what's what's happening on that thread is that and maybe i'm just in like the wrong places i just don't see that as much i mean i don't know i mean what i see i don't know i'm not seeing like active bots as as ruinous of the platform relative to like hpe greenlake ads Am I the only one getting served like nonstop HPE GreenLake and IBM ads? I think I might be. I think this is like charity. You may be as well. I'm not sure. I, I think this is a, a a a consequence of of job title. But good lord, if if Elon were to pledge to eliminate HPE GreenLake ads, I don't know. And, 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 like <laughs> now, now my now my feelings got a lot more nuanced. Yeah, just put that out there. Be like, eliminate these ads, and you know what? It's it's great. Welcome in, Papa. You no, exactly. In. That's right. I I just my feelings about it are more complicated. It's like the in like there's an IBM ad that I that is just like incessant. I'm gonna have to mute IBM and HP Green. Like I don't like to mute or block people. I know this makes me very another. Hey, another thing that I would appreciate is the ability to just indicate. Hypothetical. <laughs> <laughs> But like, I don't know. This this discussion just makes me think of true social. Like, I don't want to build a left lefty version of true social. For sure not. For sure, I do. I do not want a lefty version of true social either, Charity. I I absolutely agree with you. I and I, I like. I don't want and I want an environment where where we you've got people having other views but we'd also can't go full 8chan yeah i mean if we've learned anything from the experience with twitter it's that the the hard part the expensive part of running one of these systems isn't the tech like 10 15 years ago like the tech was hard the tech isn't hard now what's hard is moderation like i don't even know how i feel about the existing moderation systems like you read those articles about poor folks in third world countries who just spend their days like just submerged in like videos of child porn and violence. Oh God, and right. And, like, Terrible. That's the expensive part of these social networks. Well, okay. So to your point about the tech though, because you're right, the tech is a lot easier than it was uh, 12 and 15 years ago. And I remember, I mean, we've talked about like being involved in Twitter circa 2007 and being very frustrated because they were acting like it was a very hard technical problem, but it in fact had been solved by the Wall Street side of tech. Um, it looks like a ticker plant, um, and they were not really treating it that way. But because the tech problem is so much easier to solve, Charity, do you think that that's going to lend itself to new company formation? Because I, I feel like, I mean, I, again, I don't want like Air America for Twitter, but actually. No, I don't. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. 
I don't because I, I don't, it's not a technical problem anymore. Like, you know, there was this like, there was this five year period where the social networks were the great big thing and a billion flowers bloomed and a billion minus five of them died. Right. And it's like, I don't know, like in order to attract funding, it can't just be one thing, right? There has to be like a competitive batch of things. And like, this feels like if it got any funding to me, and I'm just speaking out, right? <laughs> I spent zero cycle thinking about this, but it feels to me much more likely to be funded by a philanthropist, okay. which is lovely and noble, but I've never really seen that build a great product. No, ever. but I like this idea. This is a, this is an exciting idea. <laughs> I, Write a letter uh, to yeah, right. Or right. No, that is either the Bill Melinda Gates Foundation has a, it's like, look, we're going to do tuberculosis yeah. and we're going to do next gen Twitter. Uh, that's kind of an interesting idea. Maybe the right. maybe the public library system wants to start <laughs> a Twitter thing. That's right. I mean, the, I, I I like that idea of you viewing it as a, a a public good somehow and having. I mean, it feels like uh, it does feel implausible, but uh, would also be great at some level. I mean, that, but that's why. I mean, it doesn't. It has to be a public good. The thing that where you the thing that you are using when you use Twitter is different from the thing that they're selling to you as Twitter. Like, and all of the parts and all of the friction and all of the awfulness is the part where like that leaks in and where you are experiencing what they're selling to you rather than what you are believed that you are using. Well, and like the, the, the difference between the public square and, and the service that tries to make money and remember is too that we a huge are, point of friction. The product is us with Twitter and Facebook. Like, we are still what's being sold. We are not paying for this. And the idea, like in my ideal world, I would love to build something that's, you know, funded from philanthropists and like paid for with the revenues of those of us who use it. And like, that is just never going to happen, right? Not enough of us collectively care enough to pay for sites instead of like free sites. Isn't that one of the lessons we've learned? I feel, yeah. It was, wow. so, Trudy, let me ask you another question. This is like a darker question because, again, for, for us, I would say that Twitter is an important part of the way that we talk about our companies, our endeavors, our communities. Yeah. What Wouldn't would, exist without it. Th th yeah, I, I totally feel the same way. It, it, it guts me to say it, but I, I totally feel the same way. And in that regard, I owe a lot to Twitter. What would, under any condition, would you leave Twitter? I'm worried personally that like oh absolutely okay good <laughs> because like i'm i am worried in myself i'm like god it would like if this thing does i guess if it does go total eight chan we'll all know to leave right i hope i don't know i mean i'm not an ideologue when it comes to tools right i don't if i felt like my business still relied on being on twitter i would probably say no matter what horrible things i mean there was a point in time when i used to tweet about personal stuff and now I don't anymore because it's become just a work tool right but like for me to leave it would have to be more functional elsewhere or at least as functional or at least within spitting distance of functional well, so, and, and that's I think is what that's like a little glimmer of hope that I have that this will either be like okay ish or it will be so bad that new that there will be new company formation or something and those of us and if, especially if there's some way because the thing that is actually most valuable to me about Twitter, honestly, is the community, is the, is the folks that I follow, the folks that follow me. And if I could, God, if I can, again, just somehow bring that graph with me 
to some new spot. Um, and I, I feel like, I mean, w- what have been examples? Have there been examples of like social network flips like that? I mean, obviously there was, there was Friendster to then Facebook and Twitter. MySpace to Facebook. The utter failure of Google, uh, Google Plus. <laughs> yes, Google Plus. But I <laughs> Did anyone right, really exactly. go there to, to, be able, to be able to leave, though? I mean, I, I mean where, where did we have, like, these big extant social networks that we all had to, like, take with us? Um, and, I mean, is that even, is that even where the, the direction that this thing is going to head? And what, so, Charity, do you think that, that we're going to have all of the folks that have been booted off the platform are going to be let back on because I do think that that's going to be the, the canary in the coal mine. Is like, Absolutely. Oh that's the best free advertising oh no. that Elon can get for it. Oh man. Am I naive in thinking, am right? I naive in thinking that like there's a chance that they will not all be let back on the platform? Am I the only one who thinks that? No, you're completely oh, naive. He's a no, troll. We're, we're Elon optimist. is a troll. We, he's a troll. He wants attention. Like he's an attention seeking missile. Of course he's going to let them back in. He's already said oh, he's going to let them back in. Man. But free speech. Oh, no, 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 no. I, I, it was so much calmer for a while. Anyway, with him off the platform, I just feel like I, I, I'm, I'm gonna actually. You know, that's gonna be helpful back on the platform because I, I do think I'm just gonna have to like close the tab. I, I'm gonna have to summon the self control. Please, God. Well, I mean, I never followed Trump, and I don't understand why anyone ever did. Like, it's just you're, you're just injecting. To borrow a phrase, you're just injecting bleach into your eyeballs every day. It, it, oh, to- by doing that, it, 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 totally, totally. I d- never followed him, but I also, I, I just, I couldn't look away. It's a, I mean, it's like as you say, it's an attention-seeking missile that is very good at getting attention. And I, I mean, I, it's going to be. I mean, don't you think? I mean, if they let those, uh, it, certainly, like the darker folks back on the platform who are not going to behave. Well, let's let's look at it from a different perspective. What is the actual real what what about Twitter makes it valuable for us today? The network. Totally. Yeah. What about the network? It's the people. <laughs> yeah, it's the people, the network effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, okay, so for example, what comes to mind for me is that, you know, when Brian when you were talking about bringing your our tribe or whatever with us, for me I feel like there's a lot of unacknowledged benefit just in having um, unrelated social circles all there because there's just that, you know, if it was just tech people, how boring would Twitter be? Oh, totally. <laughs> right? And, and but having the accidental, the incidental, and the, the you know, like that mix is, is what, because I, I, I am sure that there will be products that break away. Like, they'll be like the ravelry of social networks, right? You know, the knitting-only social network. There'll be more ravelries in the world. Um, but I don't think that that will serve. I don't think that that will make it better. I don't think that that will make it work in the ways that it's valuable for me. So, do you think that we are more likely to get true open API access under Elon? I mean, Elon Musk has shown a lot of curiosity and interest in letting trolls back on. I haven't exactly heard him talking about API specification. <laughs> so, like, yeah. it probably, honestly, probably depends on. Who whispers in his ear first or loudest? But I mean, I think because uh, if we were to get API access, like and API access the the way it used to be, true API access, that would actually be interesting because that would allow for other experiences to be created on top of the network 
What would you do? What I would do with that is if, again, it depends on on what kind of a hellscape the Twitter descends into. But if, if Twitter does descend into a total hellscape, I think that you could have something where I could use the good parts of Twitter and just not have to deal with have the the, the, the hellscape muted if I've got API access. Bring bring, bring your own bring your own yeah. moderation. Gotcha. So it would be like yeah 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 basically Twitter platform. Yeah, T- Twitter would Twitter would provide the thankless infrastructure that sits underneath the curated just your yeah. database. <laughs> yeah, it's the it's the curated experience that somebody else provides on top by filtering out all the crud. Yeah. I, I mean, and I think that, but maybe that is, you, why, Charity, is that, do you feel that that is, uh, that's unrealistic? Uh, I, I, I don't, like, there's a lot of chaos that's going to go into making yeah. decisions. Um, I don't think it's impossible, but I don't think it's part of anyone's strategy. I don't know what the benefit to them how yeah, do you get exactly. forty four? How do you get forty four billion dollars back by letting people try yeah. as hard as possible not yeah. to experience your thing? I don't. I don't think so. But like, would it be valuable? Okay. So, so um, yeah. It, it, do you think that advertisers walk at all? If it, cause if it turns into a hellscape, advertisers will take a hike. Will they though? I feel like a couple will. Yeah, I mean, make a lot of noise about it, but like. The reason you hear about the advertisers is because it's so rare. Yeah. Are, th- are they off Facebook or anything exactly. else? Like, they'll make a show. I don't think so. It. They'll like, you know, they'll make a show. A couple of them will take their advertising dollars, go elsewhere, and usually they kind of slink back within a month or two anyway. I don't. I don't know. I mean, just look at at Adidas and Kanye. I mean, look what it took for them to even be like, oh, we're, we're taking a step back in our relationship. But we're going to sell his shoes without his name on it. Yeah, no, to their, I mean, to their credit, I don't know why I'm, I, I don't know how you tricked me into defending Adidas in this conversation, but the, to their credit, they are having, I mean, for them, it's, a, it's a, an outsized financial impact. So, which is like understandable that that would be something that they would want to, I mean, I don't, again, I'm, I should stop defending Adidas here, but they, you know, they landed on the right spot of that, and you do wonder yeah. if you will have if that starts to happen i mean will that first can that gather momentum because i think he ultimately this is going to have to be profitable like they have to make twitter profitable it's going to have to be profitable well that's that's like when you're that's why he's trying to fire everybody right to cut costs and and exactly when you're a publicly traded company you actually have like a you have a, a fiscal responsibility to not do anything that will impact your profits, basically. So you can only do this kind of thing if you can you can make a plausible argument that it actually hurts you. Yeah, I, but I think that if if you he doesn't deserve so much debt that advertisers walking is going to be, and they are advertisers ultimately going to follow the masses. I think that. So. I mean. Let's think about the ways that Twitter can and will probably fail. Like the biggest one from my perspective is like if they literally let go of two thirds of the company, you know, that's like a hundred percent of a content moderation team. And it could just become, will probably just become utterly, it could become utterly unusable. And that might be the best possible outcome. Uh, Okay. So I've got additional questions for you. Do you think we see the return of the fail whale? Do you think we actually see availability problems? 
<laughs> I mean, one would hope. <laughs> okay, so on that, actually. I know, but I don't know. Like, the tech, the tech stack has gotten so much better, and you can push so much to the edge and cache it and everything. You know, like, I, I, I don't know. Yeah but, yeah, but what happens the first time that the complex engine for caching things close to phones uh, stop, stops doing that? Like, I, I feel like it is true that the infrastructure paths that we deploy are often more resilient and better and easier to get going because we sort of know what we're doing. But then if you fire everybody that like, knows right. how it is currently deployed... Who's going to fix it when there's an outage? I don't think that the vulnerabilities are technical resiliency. I think it's unusability from a product perspective, especially, you know, if, if you know, you, you can no longer effectively block harassers and it's like the rush. Right. There are ways in which it can become so unpleasant yeah. that people just like stop logging in. Right. Most, it's already pr- pretty unpleasant for a lot okay, of people. Okay, so I've got a, I've got a bit of a dark question for you, Charity and Josh as well. But the and, and mix. All right, so the uh, in the the war in Iraq, one of the truly the dumbest decisions after the invasion of Iraq was Paul Bremer dismissing the Iraqi military. Oh, I know. Is firing seventy five percent of Twitter's staff effectively is the equivalent, the social media equivalent of disbanding the Iraqi well, we military? Well, because but but if you take people that are resentful that knows some of the yeah. soft underbelly of the platform and can then, it's like, actually, I'm now incentivized for this thing to actually become the hellscape that I'm warning you that it will become. And I know exactly how to exploit it. <laughs> <laughs> Again, not to go too dark uh, on you. That idea makes me really happy. But, <laughs> um, I think that probably the bigger, I bet there are senior managers that, like, I don't know if you saw that literally the last thing I tweeted was about how, almost every company out there has like two to 10 times as many employees as they actually totally. need. And it, it, I was retweeting something by, you know, Nat Friedman. I bet that senior management can make cuts that will not hurt it from a technical re- reliability standpoint. But the question is, will those people still want to hang around? Well, that's it. I mean, it, yeah, they're, they're going to be the most employable people and the most pissed off. And I well, would, I, I would can, can you, can you, just briefly, as an aside to that, can you out? Do, do we know on any level are all of the people, like the senior people that had presumably stock plans and retention stuff, is this the kind of event that means that they suddenly get all their money uh, sure. away? I mean, we well, Bra- Prague is okay. leaving supposedly with $41 million. I mean, I think that, there are, that, that they okay. will be, and there are plenty of executives that will be made, they will be incentivized to leave. Oh, yeah. The execs are going to be taking a bath in money. That's why. You know, what pissed me off so much was learning that the conversation about whether or not to sell to Elon Musk was entirely about the return on investment. There was not even a conversation about it being, you know, the public sphere of the internet. I know. Or that they might have uh, no responsibility whatsoever. Didn't even come up. How? I, I know. Aren't they, but they're just chickens about their fiduciary duty, which is like, ah, it's like, I, I, it's a milk toast answer. But I think that they're just, they. I mean, it's very revealing of how they've seen their jobs all along. Oh, for sure. For sure. And I, I think that it does. So, but I think that one of the dangers, I mean, because Charlie and I saw Nat's tweet and don't disagree with it, obviously, that big companies have a bunch of folks that, you know, could be, could be doing a lot more, certainly. The problem is that if you go in with those kind of cuts, you create a fear-based organization. Yeah, yeah. 
Oh, and to be clear, my interpretation of it was not, oh, there's a bunch of people who aren't doing their jobs or who are slacking. It's more like making hard decisions is really hard. So people tend to just say yes and. And if you could just like, yes and get more headcount and, you know, build another feature instead of, you know, that that's where I think the the, <laughs> the waste comes in um, because it, you've got infinite money. Why it, it, build an empire? Any predictions about the CEO of Twitter? Because I think that will also kind of dictate where this thing goes. What? Meaning what? Well, like, like what, if it's what, like what? if David Sack, the CEO of Twitter, we're going full ghoul. I mean, it's just like it, 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 it's over, I feel. Um, versus I feel like you could have other folks. If you have someone who's more of an operator and maybe a little more tempered. Um, oh, you mean are any of them going to stay around? Well, no, just like, I mean, cause I assume Elon is not going to be the CEO of Twitter. Maybe that's wrong. No, no, no. I believe Why? the plan is for him to be the CEO of Twitter. Why would you okay, assume all right. that? Because right, I'm a dummy. I'm a dummy. Yeah, I mean, he, he already said chief twit. Uh, he, you can only... You got to do things yourself if you want them done I, properly, Brian. But, but he has—I mean, he does have a history of delegating. And will he? So, all right, yeah, then I'm an idiot. Hey, I, what I'm excited for next week when he's officially like the founder of. <laughs> well played, well played. Hey, yeah, for those, so, yeah, for those. I feel like many people know this, but he is not a founder of Tesla. Is what God make you reference to? Or, or pay. PayPal, technically. I mean, I do believe he did actual work at PayPal. Yeah, he did, he installed Windows <laughs> on all the servers, right. as I recall. <laughs> I'd forgotten that. Yes, he was a total, like, Windows extremist. <laughs> oh, my God. This, yeah, this that's, why they fi- that's, so why they, that's why they fired him, isn't it? Because he was like, no, we're absolutely going to have Windows on everything. You're all wrong. Wow. Uh, <laughs> And then, and then there was some personality conflicts, and then uh, suddenly he was right. not there anymore. That's like the last straw. It's like, no, no, like I could deal with the, you know, letting the all the villains on the platform find the Windows extremist. No, that's that's a bridge too far. No. There, there you you go. know, maybe uh, that's, my, that's my line to move the Twitter over to Windows servers, and then everything. I hope so. Work. Oh, I do. I do hope that would be. Would that not be terribly exciting to watch? Be beautiful. It's never going to happen, but we can. We can. Daydream. Well, it wasn't wasn't going to happen at PayPal either, but he was super excited about it. That's the that's what that's what you want to happen. You want him to be micromanaging technological decisions, like four hundred stories down in Elon, the skyscraper that he's purchased. Elon is going to go so well. Example of how when people grow up at a certain level of like wealth and stuff, it's like there there are skills that you learn by having money that if you grew up poor. You don't have them. I'm not saying everyone who grew up rich has them, but like it took me decades to figure out how to use money like a person who has money instead of like like a poor person who's living like paycheck to paycheck and barely has a savings account, you know? And I feel like Elon really he just he just there are just waves of someone like that, right? Who just has never really <laughs> never really done the bottoms up stuff, but just like cruises in and yeah, no, I, I agree with you. And I, so, I mean, I guess another question is, is there a any sort of outcome? Because it feels like the thing that's a lock is that things are not going to stay the same. That this is either going to go get, like, mildly better, maybe, Mick, in your optimistic scenario, or it's just going to get wildly worse. Well, so the most likely thing, I, I think, the most likely, so, like, playing out a few steps in the future, Elon does not have infinite money. And furthermore, he doesn't want to spend even half of his money 
And the banks are going to have requirements, right? He's taking out 40-odd billion dollars of loans. So Twitter's going to have to start, you know, making some money. And if that doesn't go well, then it will get very interesting. If you... Presumably, there'll be a runway on, like, beginning to service that debt, like, in, an, in a fairly exactly. noticeable way. Yeah. yeah, and so when you say doesn't go well, you mean because we're not actually going to know, right? I mean, it's a, it's private, so we're not going to actually presumably. We're not going to officially know, but I bet there's going to be a lot of leakers. Yes, I do feel that like the first couple of days are really, really important, and he may have already figured this out. And Trix, I you must have the same thought that I had in terms of like because it's like it's easy to be a big talker about a, the complexity of problems about like oh you know I think seventy five percent of these people shouldn't belong here. You have to like wade into an organization. You're yeah. like. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's actually harder than I realized. I mean, the thing is that, like, <laughs> Elon's great at making these big, outrageous, um, kind of stupid, but, you know, whatever, proclamations. But then he's surrounded by enough smart people who take it seriously and try to do it. And if, you're, if you've got a lot of really smart, motivated people and a lot of money, like, a lot more things are possible. Yeah. Oh, and an infinite, seemingly infinite runway. <laughs> like, a lot more things are possible than than we might expect, right? Because those of us who are all reality constrained tend not to try those things. But the, I mean, the bear is sticky with honey, but I feel like the, like the, the, I just, but how many of those smart people are going to do like totally, like they, it's like Elon really well, wants the building the, on fire. Like, yeah, okay. Like, like, like green flames or, cars, yeah. Electric cars to save the planet, a rocket. Yeah. Th- those are shiny. Hell yeah. Is he going to find those same smart people to come execute on his crazy, stupid plans for Twitter? Seems way okay, less so likely. Did I did I dream this in a fever dream, or did he start talking about X, the app for everything? No, is that you, a thing that he said out loud? Right. Yes. Okay, and that was like one of the plans, right? It was like Twitter is going to be the application through which you obtain all interactions with oh, I don't know government services, <laughs> oh, the supermarket. Stop purchasing rock concert tickets and such. I mean, like, you know, ordering milk. I... All right, so here's a question. A who, do you wish, everything. who do you wish... Oh, okay, yes. Twitter, I, I was going to ask you that same question. Actually, I, so... I was... In this... Gov- government, <laughs> to be honest. I mean, yeah, so this, Josh, you're revealing your inner Australian. This is where... The, 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 the... Look, if, <laughs> if... Yeah, Aussie Twitter would be run by the federal government. We would all be pretty cross about it, <laughs> That's but it would right. be fine. I agree with you. We live in America. America. We live in America. So. I look. I'm still getting used to the citizenship. It, it fits a little funny. And uh, so no, that's a great question. And yeah. I, so I think that like the especially if you consider like all right, it's already being purchased by him. My kind of thought is, what would be the hire that they would make that be like, oh, this is kind of interesting. Like this is not. Like, honestly, I know this is the boringest answer ever, but, like, someone like Sheryl Sandberg. Ooh, that's like, a good one. Kind of amoral, but ruthlessly competent. and good Oh, that would be a... God, Sheryl Sandberg, would, I think everyone would be, like... That would kind of, like, pause everybody. I'm like, I don't know what... Wait a minute, yeah. what do I think about that? Yeah. I actually don't know what I think about that. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, that, and that's a good kind of, like, getting someone who has that kind... Who carries themselves a little... Because you got to get someone who carries themselves... With responsibility. Totally. <laughs> it, it, like, I'm no Sheryl Sandberg fan, but also the lady deserves to be CEO. Like, she's been second fiddle to that dude. For sure. And you actually, it's kind of interesting to think, like, maybe it, we, he can find some folks, ex-Facebook meta folks, 
oh, she can for sure like hire up a dream team. Yeah, that's kind of intriguing. Also, one of the hard things about these these hard things about these hard problems is that they're so sui generis. They're so like there isn't a lot to go on. But someone who was actually at Facebook for the past ten years would probably have more context and learnable, reusable lessons than anyone. Else I, totally, in the world. yeah. I mean, and would know kind of like, look, no, no, no. We experimented with that. Here's why that's not going to work. Yeah. And uh, no, that's a, that's an interesting one. I don't know if if he. But this is where you do think, like, if he actually can make the pitch for someone like that. Um, I, I mean, I personally, I was really, I mean, I, I'm a, a charity. I mean, you, use, you use Twitter Spaces as well. So I'm a big Twitter Spaces fan. So um, the uh, Leah Culver and her crew uh, inside of Twitter, I hope that they get elevated, supported. I hope they do not get gutted because Twitter Spaces, I do like Twitter Spaces, even though I have a complicated relationship with its reliability. Um, Me too. Death to video. Yeah, and I think that there's a lot to be said for social audio. It's been great for, I mean, you know, I, I, I've really enjoyed it. It's been really important for us. It's been great for us. So I, I'm kind of hoping that Twitter Spaces doesn't get get the axe in all of this. I don't know, like, what does Elon think about social audio? Do we know? I mean, that seems like way below. <laughs> that is, yes, below the line. Yeah, I think you're right. So maybe so the things that are kind of below the line, I just don't know if he's just going to like leave alone or if he is going to kill because he doesn't understand them. I would guess I would guess that the laser beams are going to be focused in the direction of ads and user acquisition for like the first year. I'm I'm worried about the ads thing particularly because like something I do for instance is I will block any account that promotes a tweet into my yeah. timeline. Any account, just basically anything. And uh, I need to do this. And and so like that cuts down the frequency of ads for a little while while the platform is like oh Jesus what have we got left in the cupboard to show this guy and so like my promoted tweets I don't get, I don't get that many and they're all super weird <laughs> but what I'm worried about is that like because that's all that's left but like what I'm worried about is like uh, the ads will stop because they're today ads are tweets that get like shuffled into your thing and if you block uh, the person who puts out the ads then you never get to see them anymore but like what if the ads start being not tweets. They're like banners that pop up at the top of oh, things, and you can't like make them go away. Sure, that will happen. Like, yeah, because that's going to make it so, much shittier. So, Charity, <laughs> one of these you said earlier about the if they remove some of these controls. So, I mean, would it be possible that he would just be like, you know what, we're removing blocking and muting. There actually is no blocking and muting anymore. Yeah. Oh, that seems entirely. That seems. I would put that at thirty percent. Not negligible, um, but like. You know, whatever increases engagement, right? Hater <laughs> oh increases engagement a lot. Oh my god, that would be brutal, though. I mean, that would be very bad, right? Terrible. Free speech, way, man. Free speech. We have like 130 people here, and I wonder if any of them are just like, just passing. I wonder if any of them are just like dying. And yeah, yeah, no, I, I, yeah, yeah, like, definitely. Anyone, so, yeah, anyone, raise your hand. Jump up here, and uh, yeah, I. I Oh, you know, you know, I'm leaving if they take away what's the uh, chronological timeline. If that goes away, I'm going. I, well, I'm if they take away muting and blocking, that means that Mr. Peanut will be unmuted for me, and like I, I, I couldn't take it anymore with the Mr. Peanut ads. I don't know, like I don't know what was happening where, like I is that the monocle? Yeah, the, yeah, the, 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 the peanut with peanut? the monocle on it was just like all over me, and. I, 
He's a he's a he's a well-to-do peanut. I don't, I, 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 I don't necessarily have a problem with Mr. Peanut, but not Mr. Peanut all the time. I was just getting nonstop Mr. Peanut ads. I had to mute him. It's Mr. Peanut, and like I've I've muted very few things. And I I have not muted IBM. I don't know what my problem is. Like, why can't I click on the mute button for IBM and HP? You know. Then again, if they stopped doing tweet ads and moved to actual like normal ads, then ad block would work. Yeah. Do you think that they? W- yeah, but then then they'll be in an arms race against that working. Like, I mean, them and everyone else. <laughs> Do you yeah, think that true. Twitter goes public again? I mean, in order to go public, you like, I I, I mean, he's been talking about taking all of his companies private. Why why endure the scrutiny? Like, I don't think he likes scrutiny and for very good reasons. So, like, no, I don't think he'll. And, like, the reason to go public, one of the reasons is because you want money. Another reason is to raise more money. Another reason is to, you know, give money to your your employees who have been working their asses right, off for so long. None of them really seem like they'll motivate him. I, but so I do wonder if, it, if he ends up in a pickle where he just cannot service debt and needs to raise money to effectively service debt. But maybe that's, maybe that's far fetched. You know, as the second richest person in the world, it would be hard. But I, I believe in him. <laughs> I think he can do it. Uh-huh. All right. Well, yeah, I definitely want to like, just repeat the offer. Anyone else who wants, to, wants to hop in here? I just want to get kind of the, 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 the quick takes. And so, Charity, your conclusion is that Twitter is going to get worse in part because – Oh, absolutely. absolutely. And I'm just like a naive fool for thinking that it's even possible for, for Twitter to... No, no, no. Anything <laughs> right. possible. Okay. I mean, Bro- I mean Broadcom. Broadcom could buy it. Defining bad and, and good, they're, they're very, you know, very subject to personal definition and, you know, could get better in some ways while also getting worse in other ways. Okay, so then what is your... Would, 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 Let's do a quick round of, of, of like, do you like uh, predictions here? I feel like you should do a, a, a one month and one year prediction. Would you be up for that? What is your, what is your one month prediction and one year prediction? Uh, one month from now, uh, there's everybody's claiming to be t- quitting Twitter. There's so much outrage and so many, he did this and he did this and I'm offended and this is the end. And like everybody's going to mass exit and, you know, and that's going to last for a month or two. And one year, one year from now, I I'll, okay. I'll make a prediction. I don't think he actually gets rid of seventy five percent. I I almost think it would be kind of brilliant of him to be like, to go out there saying I'm gonna get rid of seventy five percent of the workforce and then only get rid of forty. Right, right. And then he's, he's like, moved the the Overton oh, window wow. for the layoff number. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's a good prediction. So so layoffs, but much. Yeah. I mean, there have to yeah. be obviously there have to be because it is there are too many people there. Yeah. Of course, he's gonna lay a bunch of people off. But 75% seems like suicidal. So I bet he lays off somewhere in between 25 and 50. Is that in a That's month or a year? A year. Year. Okay. I mean, I would say first three to six months, but it's not going to happen in day one. Right, well, yeah, go ahead, Josh. I, I, I think first, first month is mandatory return to the office. Oh. And anybody who doesn't come back to the anybody who doesn't come back to the office and no is mask. fucking quiet. Right. Yeah. Unmasked and you're required and, to be breathed on you, by 20 people. And if you yeah, you must you must use the special air tube that connects you to three other coworkers. The, the, if 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 you don't come back in, you'll be asked to leave. And then if you won't leave, then you'll be pushed out the, I don't know, second story window of the office that you're supposed to come into. Uh-huh. Well, and and you, then, and that, and that, that will, they don't have to 
pace. Yeah, up. right. Yeah. Yes. And so that that will be the reduction in force strategy. Will be uh, stressing people out enough that they want to quit on their own, and that will make the workforce substantially smaller. I think. What do you think about pay cuts? Ooh, pay cuts. Uh, yeah. Oh. Why not? Why not? <laughs> Why not? But but by the end of the year. So like like but that'll have been going on from the end of the first month, the start of to the end of the year. By the end of the year, there will have been at least one uh, embarrassing outage that went on longer than anybody thought it should, mm. and and by that time, they will have implemented some shitty advertising thing that everybody hates. Will it be stabbing? Yeah. Okay. So I do think. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that there. So I'm going to have contradictory predictions. My one month prediction, just because I can't help by by predicting my hopes is that the villains are actually surprising everybody. The villains are kept off the platform, but the world is kept in suspense about when they will be released. And the world is kept in, in constant... So they're, they're, they're not back yet, but, the, but Elon is constantly kind of talking about it. And so people are talking about it, but they have, the supervillains have not been released onto the platform after a month. Is my, that's... that's I think that he would lose a significant portion of his fan base if he did that. Because he'd be like, all, oh, you know, mealy mouth and like not standing for his principles and like something. <laughs> okay, yeah. So, yeah. I, I think at a month, you're right. He won't let them back on the platform. At a year, maybe nine months, they'll be back on the platform to drive engagement. Okay. So, yeah. Engagement's going to be super key. And the assholes drive engagement. So, then. Yep. Trump will be back on the platform driving engagement. So what's Every, your year? Thing? So my year prediction, I do think that if if he goes full Bremer and dismisses the Iraqi army, that sabotage actually becomes a uh, a, a major issue. That there are, there are that you do have outages, and that sabotage is something that we t- and not just outages, but that the the thing gets bad so fast that. Like, like, ins- insist on doing everything through channels, kind oh, of sabotage. Oh, or no, like, no, 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 no. I mean, in like actual, like, you got rid of me, but I've been the one warning you about these four security holes, and I am going to use them not to. I, I'm going to use them to create mayhem. I'm going to use them to. Oh, like, like for, for a potentially like criminally actionable um, thing. I would stop short of that. I, but don't, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Charlie. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I I I can see a lot of people talking about doing that and longing and dreaming about doing that, but I have a hard time really seeing it. Like it's like for better, for, it's their baby. It's something they've labored over for you know years and decades. And like I I would find it really really hard to do something like that to a system of mine. Uh, but like leaving and like not even trying to um, leave well or you know, sort of sabotage through negligence, that sort of thing. Well, so the way, here's the way, the way I would view it going down. It's not like criminal behavior, but more like, actually, I know that there is a bit of a loophole in account creation, and it's actually really easy to skirt the account creation limits for bots. And here's like an easy legal way to do it that we have talked about that we inside Twitter know. And then using that to create bots that create some sort of, of mayhem. I do think that there's, there is... There is arguably a fine line, certainly between the criminal mind and the policing mind, or the arsonist and the firefighter. And I think, because I, to your point about the, the baby charity, I mean, because I definitely had this happen at Sun when my baby was invaded. And you begin to realize that, like, actually, this is actually so, in, in, in this is, you're never going to hear me say this again. 
it, there's a degree to which I'm actually happy that Oracle acquired Sun because it was so unequivocal in that like it Sun was right. Sun was ailing. No, no room, no room no, for no misinterpretation. It's like, oh, like Granny is sick and Granny is gonna die, and so so Ellison comes in with that baby's. Yeah, it's like Ellison comes in with a forty-five and blows it's out like, Granny's brains. You're like, Jesus, what the hell was uh, that? Wait, wait, a wee bit So I think that like you, there may be a sense of like, no, no, no. It is my duty to the thing that we created to. Ex- there are a lot of people at Twitter who take who feel a real sense of duty. Just in totally. general, so that seems plausible. I, okay, I have a question. Has everyone gotten their predictions? In? <laughs> right. Again, ask to speak if you got predictions. Definitely, like hop on the stage here. You got predictions. But uh, here's my um, here's 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 my question. All right, so let's say that our our like doom and gloom like predictions come true. Say say Elon lays off you know seventy five percent of the workers, uh, and no thank you, and there's like all these people just leaving like piles of shit behind them and, and say that the platform really does start to melt down to the extent that it becomes that a lot of people start thinking what maybe we do need yeah. a replacement how would that happen that's a great question right so i think that's a great question i feel yeah. that you're going to have someone early and big that begins to throw their weight behind something um, and you're going to have where, you, so, and I, so here's another question for you. Are, it, will there be a way to live in both of these worlds at once? Like, okay, I am moving to, to, to new Twitter. Um, and I, but my, my, I keeping, I'm not going to be, uh, everything that I tweet on new Twitter is automatically going to be also tweeted over here on Twitter, Twitter, but this is where I intend to do everything. And I'm actually want to migrate over I mean, surely you can do that. You can just do that as right. a client, right? Dual rights. Right. So it's like, and you wonder if like that, and then you have, you got to think it's going to be some, maybe it's a group of folks, maybe like weather Twitter. All Do you follow weather? I love weather Twitter. Weather Twitter's great. Maybe like Evan Biz or Stone or whatever their names were. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe you get like that, you get some folks that were kind of early and big and social, they kind of decamp and you start, I mean, I, 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 that would be my guess. And it feels like there's going to be like someone important. Because one of the actually question that I've got is how much Gen Z uses Twitter. Um, and my lens for this is generally my own kids. And they do use Twitter. I mean, d- d- Twitter is actually, so, I mean, my 18-year-old my is on Twitter, but uses it effectively professionally. He uses it in a very narrow Banned for what he's using to kind of like a, a purely kind of professionally advance himself. So I don't know what he is like, how he would feel about a different new social network. It turns out, yes, uh, go for it. Linear cannon. Yeah. So, okay. So uh, what you were describing uh, with the whole, you know, I'm going to move here, but I'm going to have all my stuff be on old Twitter too, already exists for the Fediverse. It's the biggest biggest uh aspect of that is mastodon but there's also miski uh uh what's it called i don't remember um and yeah so that's already a thing and there is a group of people migrating there right now as we speak there's always every time something like happens like this there's an influx uh but this one's pretty big so are you on mastodon i mean i think i i got at some point i got be can't release on mastodon back in the day but it didn't but are you on mastodon 
Well, I'm on Miski, but that is also part of the same network. Yes. Okay. And Miski, how do you spell Miski? I don't think I've, I, I don't. Uh, it's a Japanese one, but it's like the word miss, M-I-S-S, and the word key, key K-E-Y. Okay. Um, um, so I'm on a MISKEY instance, but it's interoperable. And are used, and you're saying you're, you, that folks on Mastodon instances are seeing an influx of folks? Yes. Interesting. And do you think that that's, presumably that's happened in the past. Presumably that's happened whenever... Uh, it's happened with Facebook doing stupid shit. It's happened with Twitter a few times. It, it, yeah, it's grown a lot over the years, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's big yet. But there is a sizable community now. Are there any advertisers on Mastodon yet? No, because every time it happens, someone shuts them down. And the thing is, Mastodon and Misty <laughs> and such—they're all—it's all small instances. It's you—you you spin up your own site, and you might have just you and some right. friends, or it might be two thousand people, and you're not doing that it's because not, you don't want it. It's not going to be real until there are advertisers, right? Yeah. So, so yeah, that's a good uh, point. it's inherently TV. resistant to that, which is going to be part of the problem for yeah, corporations <laughs> right but your point about gen z is i think important because i i don't get the feeling that gen z viscerally hates twitter the way they hate that's right Facebook. that's that is definitely right and and they're also they're also way more willing to experiment and yes. jump around and try different different yes. things so, well, so that's why i wonder if it, is it going to be a gen zer that makes the leap to to new twitter I mean, I think Gen Zers would argue that they already have, and it's TikTok. No, yeah, that's fair. Uh, totally fair. But TikTok is different, right? TikTok is really different from Twitter, just in terms of like what I mean. TikTok really is pure entertainment, um, and it's it's also Google. No, it's not. It's not no, I know. No, I know. It's not. People build businesses on top of TikTok, big ones. Just not good. I know. Them. It's like whenever my fifteen-year-old offers me an interesting fact, I have to ask: Is this actual knowledge or TikTok knowledge? Um, <laughs> <laughs> also, isn't it all videos? It is. It is essentially all video. So it's. It, it is not. And I think that that's part of the reason. So the reason that the Gen Zers use Twitter, and it, Charity, I think you're totally right. From what I have seen of the Gen Zers, the, Twitter is not viewed the same way that Facebook is viewed at all. Um, but it is. But it's viewed as very different than that. And it's interesting to know, if, like, what their feeling is about how replaceable is this thing, and what what do you see out there. Are you on Be Real, Charity? Are you on Be Real? No. I am not. I, I, <laughs> not that I, Yeah, I, I, the, the kids have tried to convince me to go on Be Real. It's like, no, goddamn way am I going on Be Real. Um, but the, I also wonder about uh, Blue Sky, the, the new like Web3 social app by Jack Dorsey. I guess he's backing it. I definitely don't want to be on whatever that is. <laughs> well, wait to see what Twitter becomes. I mean, you... Yeah, you never know. <laughs> I'll just be on nothing. Like honestly, like if if one choice is all all videos, all videos, and the other choice is some kind of fucking pr proof of work nonsense thing from from that other clown, then like I don't want any communications. In it. I'll just use email. I don't like video. Well, that's the thing. That's I never left. I would yeah. love you back on IRC again. There's a it's, place for a text-based communication medium yeah. because stuff that's like densely conveys a lot of very dense information. This is why, like journalists, are like I, I don't think anything will truly succeed until there's advertisers, until the journalists switch. Yeah, there's so much of yeah, yeah, yeah. journalists being on Twitter is about talking about Twitter, and therefore, 
you know, it's kind of the center of gravity for. Okay, so that, that's an interesting point because I do feel that like the my problem is not with centralization. I feel that there, there's and this is the problem. Mastodon is kind of solving two Same. problems at once, and one of those problems I don't care about as much as the other. Like I I, I, I honor it, and I think it's like I think it's great for humanity. But I think, to, Chair, to your point, like I actually am happy to use a product that I support with my eyeballs, minus Mr. Peanut who needs to be muted. I, I'm, I'm happy to actually support that, but I, I'm so I'm happy to support the centralization. It's just this centralization that I'm beginning to to intensely question. I'm, I will admit, I, I am also that, one of those, that, that's. I, I will admit, I'm also one of those people that blogs every single promoted tweet. Yeah, that's. A lot of people that I know, I feel like, but the like the, I, I, I you said the, blocked. I thought for a moment you said that you blog every single promoted tweet. I'm like, oh, no, that no. is so yeah, no. curious and weird. <laughs> no, no, but I block every promoted tweet. <laughs> there you go. Rishi, yeah, yeah, Rishi, go for it. Microphone hasn't gotten to speak yet. Yeah, I just wanted to make a comment on the on the Gen Z thing. I think like a lot of people now just are moving their conversations to these like discords or matrix groups or. Mastodon's a good example where totally. you have smaller communities where you just sit there and talk, and then you still use Twitter because, like, you just want to be in the like town hall. Of it totally, all. that is that is a very good observation. And my own kids, when they see me on, you know, we use Matrix for chat. They they insist on calling it your Discord or whatever. I'm like, it's not. We don't don't call my Discord. But yeah, that's a very good point. Well, I mean, it's just like it's like IRC to yeah. right? Like, I mean, even Discord to a certain extent is IRC. It's just like younger us younger people are using Discord now because most people aren't using, like, an IRC client on their computer or something, right? But, like, I think that's where most of the conversations are going. I think I'll, also, like, I'll just give, like, a maybe a bull case of, like, Elon taking yeah. over Twitter, where, like, Twitter definitely does have a problem with spam bots, right? Like, you go into, like, any major person's, twi like, comments and replies, and it's, like, a bunch of random BTC wallets that are, like, fake Elons or fake Zucks or whatever, saying like give us money and that, that uh, it's it's really annoying for like the platform and i think like that sort of spam like bot stuff they like there may be like i think there's evidence to show that like a lot of elon's companies have solved some really hard technical problems and like they might solve that problem in a better way than like the current twitter team is working yeah that's on. interesting um and so okay let me ask you this Rishi, because i feel that like that problem which i definitely see when you're in you know you've got a, a multi-million follower kind of person you go look in their comments and it's just a mess but meanwhile back here in the in, among the peasantry with mere tens of thousands of followers it's not nearly as bad do you think that a lot that elon's view of this problem is being distorted by his own very unusual status on the platform oh yeah almost certainly it's definitely, certainly. It, it's definitely by the way, distorted I I am here at CubeCon and yeah, you bet. and see Austin Parker for a bit. Is so this Thanks. Bye. I will yeah, say sorry. I have a lot Sorry. Yeah, I will say I have a lot fewer followers than Elon Musk and I also do see that problem, but also I definitely don't think the problem is less humans. I think it's more and more moderation. Yeah, interesting. Sorry, Rishi, what were you going to say? Yeah, I was just saying that, like, I think definitely, like, Elon's definitely skewed because he sees a lot more bots on his content. But I think one thing that you see is, like, a lot of the interesting conversations in, like, Twitter co comments are just gone now, right? It's, like, very, like, either they're, like, hyping up, like, whoever the person, like, wrote that tweet, or it's, like, a bunch of bots and spam, or it's people that are just, like, shit posting and trolling on them. And so, like, the most interesting conversations nowadays I see on Twitter are, like, 
in group DMs or on Twitter spaces. And so, like, maybe if you do solve that, like, one vector of that problem, which is the bot issue, then, like, you maybe make those conversations in the public space a little better. Uh, The other side of it is also, like, maybe they do work on, like, maybe there are some things, like, algorithmically that you can can do to, like, promote more discussion, you know, like, like, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm just trying to give a bull case, but like, because it felt like there was mostly just bear cases, right? No, now. that's no. This is great. This is honestly, this is what we need. I'm an optimist. So is so is Mix. We 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 we, we yeah. were uh, we're thirsting for the the bull case here. I would love to have the bull case. Um, yeah, I mean, my my only thought is like Elon definitely does like crazy things, and like I I don't agree with a lot of the stuff he does, but like at the end of the day, like a lot of his companies have solved some. Like I mean, SpaceX lands freaking rockets. It's pretty cool. Like maybe there are some technical things that can improve and like i enjoy twitter the app and like there are some also other technical pe- like i mean you guys talk about it on your oxide spaces every week with how twitter spaces just has all these bugs and it's like such a great like idea of a product and like there's little basic things that they get wrong right so like maybe the like engineering of like the actual app and the service improves uh is is maybe a good thing that, that would be it. great um and i think you made a very good point that i certainly agree with that twitter spaces is part of that it's kind of the some of where some of the best discussion is happening right now on twitter i'm obviously very bullish about twitter spaces and we've had great discussions there and have met terrific folks and i think they've uh, um so i'm really is it, what do you think the do you think Elon is going to have I me? Mean, I asked this earlier, but do you think that Elon's going to have a, a feeling on Twitter Spaces one way or the other? I think the product will exist. I think there's like probably enough people in his ear too that were like part of Clubhouse and other things like that that are going to be pro this type of audio format. Um, I think I, I'd be curious. Like I don't know any internal like Twitter numbers, but there's probably like more evidence of like people who have like used spaces once probably go back to it a lot hmm. more often. So like, I'm sure like they'll look at those metrics and like, like that's like, I'm, I'm kind of like being positive about it, but like also at the same time, I don't think Elon really uses spaces a lot. Maybe he thinks it's stupid and he just like decides to wake up one day and say, fuck it. It's gone. But like, hopefully well, so this is one thing I actually just don't understand. I just don't I know him or I've known people who've worked with him well enough. Like, but Ellison went, I mean, kind of famously, the first thing that Ellison killed inside of Oracle was the cloud effort inside of Oracle. This is, 2009 is when that deal closes. And Sun Cloud was actually pretty interesting. And he shot it right in the brain, like very first thing, like in the first week. And it, a bunch of people were just like, oh, come on. And I, so Ellison had a predisposition to destroying things that he didn't understand. And I don't know where Elon kind of shakes out on that. I don't know if Elon is, is kind of has got a natural destructive tendency. He definitely likes to draw attention to himself. But then it's also true that his like spoken self and his actions don't always line up. Yeah, and that's where like especially if you look at like, you know, I've talked like I've I've worked with some people who you like who worked at Tesla and like from an engineering standpoint, like when he's in the room, like obviously he says certain things in a public persona especially like that are out there and pretty crazy and but like from an engineering standpoint he seems like a pretty practical person where like you could convince him of like that like this is the correct way to build something or like the like the numbers show that this is the correct thing and like we should go with that and he seems pretty practical on that just given his track record but someone who like actually works with them a lot more would have. Well, but to your point, I mean, the note that he had earlier today, that kind of note to advertisers about this not turning into a a hellscape. I mean, that actually, that, that shows 
showed some pragmatism for sure, especially because he knows that like, look, later today I'm going to fire all these people. So let me get ahead of this a little bit and settle advertisers. So yeah, to your point, like I think that there's a, uh, there may be a, a case to be made. I would, again, I would personally love the bull case because I think that there's a lot, there is a lot of room for improvement and I just don't know how you make the bull case with the supervillains being released. So I, I, yeah. I think I think the other I think the other bull case for Twitter is like I think you guys had a you guys did the Twitter Spaces back like uh, talking about the yeah. whale days yeah, yeah, yeah. and things like that. It's like like Twitter has survived hellscape of like, <laughs> constantly dying and like yes. never working. And it's just like it's such a sticky platform that like I mean, despite all the bad shit like that we've talked about, like it people are still using it because it's so fun to use and it just like unlike any other social media, it just keeps. It does around. keep staying around. Right? I don't know. Yeah, don't know no, you're you're absolutely right. I do think though, to there was not a, a there were not a lot of other options in the fail whale days, and the fail whale was re- it was bad. I mean, it was really materially affecting them. I I think the the it, to I mean, Friendster was fatally killed by its equivalent of the fail whale. Friendster was so pathological that it was unusable. And so you definitely can't, but those are both cases where it's like, it's actually, you can't use the thing, not like I'm using the thing, but I'm feeling kind of filthy about myself or I'm, I'm engaged with this platform. and I don't always want to be kind of problems, which are very different. Um, Rachel, I've invited you to speak. I'm not sure if you, if, if you're in a position to, you can jump in here, but as, as I feel like I'm going to speak for you, I feel like you're one of the most optimistic people I know. I feel like you're a very level-headed, optimistic person. You're probably snorting with laughter over me saying that, but um, I would, as someone also who, who lives a lot on this platform, I would, I would love to get, get your take and indeed anyone else that wants to hop in here and offer your kind of y- your thoughts, um, about I just, so Richard, do you think that do the, are the supervillains released? Do you feel that they are, am I the only one that thinks that there's a chance that they're not? Yeah, I'm pretty, I think there's a, Okay. <laughs> I think there's a small chance that they won't be released, but I think it's pretty small. Do you think that they release, like, one or two of the supervillains to see if they can, like, get, get past yes. their days of test, test villainy to see if they can be better behaved? And then, of course, then... I mean, the most contentious one's going to be Trump, right? So that's probably the one that they, like, delay the longest. But, like, at the end of the day, I think, like, part of it is also, like, from the product standpoint and like the business standpoint, they need to show engagement and like TikTok and all these other companies are going to have like better engagement numbers. And one of the ways that Google, I mean, YouTube can, I mean, Twitter, Jesus Christ, uh, can get uh, better engagement is just having these very chaotic figures on the, on the side. Oh God. Yeah. I mean, it's sad, but true. Just like release, release each, right. Release each Kraken and then see if the money graph goes up. I guess I the, or... the, the, yeah. maybe you do like a timed release of each supervillain. Like at noon on every day, I'm going to release one new supervillain and really, you know, really stretch it out. Or versus like just like just jailbreak everyone is. I mean, I like Josh's idea of just like the one and then see if the user graph or money graph goes yeah. up. Right? Like that's like that seems like the practical <laughs> thing to do because that's basically where the incentives are. Right? It's like how do we raise user growth and how do we like, that's always been Twitter's problem is they kind of been stagnant on user growth. And then like, how do we like raise, but you cannot release all the picture, picture like a hot picture, like a hot air balloon, right. That's going down and you don't want it. You want to stop going down. So you cut like a sandbag and see if it stops 
descending. I feel like it's going to be. Yeah, the problem is that we are below the balloon and the sandbag lands on us, Josh, in this in this metaphor. Um, well, but so I mean, I, I mean, I think that like it, obviously there is, there are shades of villainy among the supervillains, and I mean, if like in Alex Jones, you put I mean, Alex Jones has been off of Twitter since twenty fifteen. I mean, Rishi, I don't know how old you are, but it's like the. I mean, it's I, I I'm not even sure how like I, he's been been off for a very 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 long time. Um, and I, I mean, and Alex Jones is 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 someone who's not going to be able to to mind their tongue and is going to be really toxic to the platform. I mean, obviously. Yeah, but he's and also like $600 million billion dollars in the hole now, right? Like, I don't yeah. think he has uh, with the settlement. The tweet. Yeah. I, I, Many of the people who are the supervillains are off on like Gab and, and other like Fediverse spinoffs and we know what they're tweeting and you don't want them back. We here. don't and so honestly, and I you know I've I've spoke about this publicly in the past, but Gab gallingly uh was a joint customer when we were back at Joint. And um it like the just to, like the kind of the the, the the seriousness of going completely unmoderated, the the the, the Squirrel Hill synagogue shooting was ginned up 100% on Gab. And if that shit starts to happen on Twitter, and you've got school shooters that are getting ginned up on Twitter, that is going to affect... I mean, I'm sorry, Mr. Peanut is going to pull. I, I, I think you're going to have advertisers that are like, this is just too repugnant, and you're going to have to get better. I mean, i got to believe, man. i got to have my faith in humanity, maybe not. Uh, I just added two new speakers. If you want to hop in here, um, the... Uh, Ignoliatus. I'm mispronouncing that. I'm so sorry. Ign- yeah, uh, Ignoliatus. Uh, That's close. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, from from my perspective, I I'm staying on Twitter reluctantly because there's like 20 people who I follow uh, or so uh, that I like. But they're not on Fediverse, and so I have to follow them okay, on Twitter. So but basically, who are some of those folks? Out of curiosity, because if those folks were to move, it would follow that you would also move. So, who are some of those folks that you follow, and that like, keep you on the platform? Uh, well, you for one, oh. uh, uh, Swift on security, for example. Yes. Some other, yeah, folks. interesting. Some some bigger folks that basically just stay on Twitter. But if they move to Fediverse, I, I wouldn't. I would just uh, remove my Twitter account in in yeah, a day. Interesting. Uh, and it, it's uh, a bit interesting. Uh, uh, I'm I'm from Lithuania, and Twitter never got big here. <laughs> Somehow we missed. It. So what is big in Lithuania? I don't know anyone else who has a Twitter okay. account. It, it, but what takes its place? Uh, Facebook. Facebook. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah, okay. Facebook has the 90% market penetration. Yeah, that's here. interesting. And that's true. I mean, there are there are quite a few countries for, for which that's the case. I mean, famously, Myanmar, right? That's the um, the, the part of the reason that they was, it was used as a vehicle for genocide in, in Myanmar. Um, interesting. So for so Twitter, less of an issue. So you're obviously less wedded to it as a result um, because it's not something that your friends are on necessarily. It's something that you're following because you've got this group, which I'm honored to be one, but I'm merely but one. You've got this group that is active on Twitter. 
I think related yeah. to that, I think that's all a lot like how a lot of people use Twitter, right? Like I think Twitter lists, for instance, is like the best way to use Twitter where you like like I use it for sports and tech and like a few other things and like like frankly like when Trump was very active on Twitter it was like you blocked that and a lot of keywords and it would clean up a lot of your Twitter experience and and honestly I wish like and maybe like from like an engineering standpoint maybe they'll build better tools to like block more of that crap so like you're just getting the content that you really I, you, so okay that's a very good point and to go back to your bull case I, I think that I what I personally would love is I would love something that is not blocking or muting which to me is too it, it's too extreme but a way of indicating like I don't like this like just just show me less of this stuff and even if I seek it out <laughs> like even if I if I seem to you that I want this I actually don't and I would love a way to just like just downvote it and i actually do love the fact they added downvotes to replies and that was really nice to be able to say like hey this like this reply is actually not adding anything to the conversation oh do you think those go away by the way any predictions around downvotes do those go away? i think downvotes maybe stay i think like maybe they copy what youtube does with youtube comments where the 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 downvote like uh, number isn't there i think or something like that i, I don't know i, I, don't, I don't remember I, now i'm like misremembering that but like I still think downvotes stay. I think they maybe play around with how it works. Does Does everybody have those yet? I feel like I haven't seen those. Oh, are they not? If I recall correctly, I've seen them. I don't know. It will be in. If I recall correctly, uh, on YouTube, downvotes don't influence the show number, but influence the ordering. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, I think that the and Josh, it may. It, I don't think I only see it on replies to my own tweets. So look at a reply to what are you, one of your okay. tweets, and you. See if you can see a down arrow there. It may not be rolled out to everybody. I, don't, I mean, that's you know part of the problem with Twitter. So, Rishi, let me ask you: if, if is there a? I mean, it sounds like you identify as Gen Z. Is that a fair? Not don't to put you on the spot. I guess I'm, I'm twenty. Yeah, you're Gen Z. Yeah, you're definitely Gen Z. Exactly. You're yeah. definitely Gen Z. <laughs> yeah, you are. Yeah, it's, so let me just. I have older siblings and older cousins, so I can like relate to some of. Well, the, 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 you're perfect. Yeah. You're an ambassador. This is exactly what we're looking for. Um, is because, yeah, if you can, if you don't remember where you were on nine eleven, you don't if you don't remember nine eleven, you're Gen Z. Uh, and okay. it, then then we then, and we expect so. you to speak speak on behalf of exactly. everybody. No, uh, no, no. The, 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 I guess I'm not the I'm not the fairest person because, like, for instance, I don't have a TikTok account. I've only ever used TikTok actually via Twitter. No, so it's, like, it's perfect. You, you're kind of on the you're kind of on the older side of Gen Z, and you've got older siblings who may consider themselves millennials. So, no, you're you're a perfect exposed person for all of your generation. Not to put you on the spot, but is there someone? Because I think another thing that would be kind of interesting here for the bull case is where Alon installs someone who is much younger. And who can – that someone that Gen Zers will look to is like, oh, like, I, I guess for my kids would be like, I don't know, like Mr. Beast? I'm, like, I'm trying to think, like, who would be this kind of uh, – would there be someone that would like – what is the Sheryl Sandberg, the kind of the Gen Z Sheryl Sandberg equivalent that would really get people's attention? It's like, oh, this is an interesting person joining the leadership team at Twitter. Is there anyone like that? So I think, like, actually, Mr. Beast is actually an interesting idea. I think, actually, like, really, it's someone who's probably run an online community before, right? So, like, someone who's run, like, a pretty big Discord or, like, runs, like, a big channel or something like that. Because, like, to a certain extent, like, people, like, like, the extreme libertarian anarcho case is, like, oh, like, free speech everywhere, do whatever you want. But, like, to a certain extent, like, if you're running a platform like this, you do need a little bit of content moderation to, like, make sure users are having a good time on it because there's just ugly content. And so, like... If you look at like the way kind of 
people have built up like discord moderations or subreddits and stuff like that like people who've like operated those in a sane way where you're not like going super hard like on content moderation but you're like keeping it in a way that like most of the community is happy like i think that like those types of people would be like good hires i don't i can't come up with a specific person off the top of my head um but like i think that like that's an area where like i'd like to see like some younger people who maybe spent time on more online communities outside of the traditional ones that we yeah that's interesting i think that would be good are there some big discord communities that are kind of like notable that would um i mean other than like my kids setting up their own discords which like makes sense but the I, I mean what are some of the are, are there ones that are kind of of note that would turn people's heads well, i think the like crypto ones are interesting like yeah you know they're, they're 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 pretty well run there's like a lot of good ones there i think hmm. like i mean some of the like programming language related ones i think rust the rust language discord server does a pretty good job yes it um, does hmm. i i think like um there's a few like uh Kama AI, the yeah. Yeah, yeah, thing. they do actually a really good job on their their uh their Discord server. Okay, um, George Hotz as a yeah. Twitter hire. George, now COO of Twitter. I don't know if you'd ever do I'd, it. Like, well, I, I don't, I don't I, I'd be okay with that. Yeah, I'm a big fan of George Hotz. I think Kama AI is a pretty sick product and like he's a smart guy and comes up with crazy ideas and they tend to work uh i, I doubt he would want to do twitter but that would be pretty that would be interesting I, I think that would be that would be one that would definitely i i think get a lot of people being like all right wait a minute maybe i don't know what to think of that like that's actually fast i, I would be personally very fascinated by that i think he's an in- well i think the thing that excites me about elon is like something different's gonna happen yes. over there and like it's just like it just bring it just like stirs the pot in an interesting way for like a platform that's fun to use, but to be frank, has gotten pretty stale. Like, other than Twitter Spaces coming out, it's like, it's like not like some of the other things in the app just haven't been great. I totally agree. So, okay, so in your heart, have you been kind of rooting for this because of the change that it would bring? Yeah, I think I think it was like I think it was when I first heard about it, I was like, oh yeah, it'll be interesting, it'll be cool. Um, yeah, I, I think like in my heart, I'm just like, yeah, this is like, let's let's see this happen, right? As opposed to the status quo is like, whatever, not the most interesting, I guess. Uh, so uh, truly on brand, Twitter Spaces is doing a terrible job when speakers are requesting, and I'm having to like, I'm so I'm so sorry if I missed you. So Craig, I, th- I don't know how long you were hanging out there, um, but um, I've just added you as a speaker. So if you're gonna add your thoughts yeah. to the mix here, yeah, it was just a couple of seconds. Um, I actually think that we'll see. Twitter being run very differently from most social networks. And I think the first thing that will happen is very aggressive focus on um, money, like operating margin. How do we turn this into a successful business? And I think you'll probably pretty quickly realize that there's no way to do that with user acquisition. You're not going to get 100% growth without like marginal cost increases. So it'll be how do we cut costs? How do we make advertising way more effective? And I think a lot of that will be driven around the experience for users on the platform so i'm actually kind of optimistic that the quality of experience in twitter gets a lot better in the short term yeah that is interesting i that is really interesting that the um because i i I mean i think you're right that they gotta be they're gonna have to be very and you think they're gonna need to be focused on this obviously to service this kind of massive amount of debt like they can't just run this as a a charity to humanity whom i love um, you're going to have to actually like really run it as a pretty, a pretty numbers focused business. 
Yeah, that's uh, that's definitely interesting. Um, so are you and so where do you net out then on release of supervillains? Are supervillains released or not? I think they're not, and I think all of the things that are like typical metrics um, that people just have that are vanity metrics over like number of screen minutes, number of visitors, all those kinds of things. I think people care way less about that, and it'll be more around about quality of experience. Okay, um, and that, that's what I'm hopeful for. This is a good. This is a great poll case, Richie. You thought you were giving the poll case. This is giving me like real hope that this we're going to have a quality experience now. This is going to be great, and I also feel like Craig. Thank you for being I someone else who believes the supervillains are not going to be released. Um, I, I really hope that we're, hope that we're right. We can have, we can have a Twitter space over drinks at some point when we're wrong to, to commiserate. But I guess that's a, I mean, I, I think that that's a, all those are very good points. They're going to be very focused on kind of the experience of the bottom line. Do you guys think the YouTube pro or like the, I mean, a Twitter, Twitter pro type of thing, like paying for pieces of it will come in. I don't know. Okay, isn't that already Twitter blue? blue? Which Twitter blue? Terrible. But like, I don't know. Not a lot of people use it. Yeah. It's like I'm not entirely sure what you get out of it right now. But like, do you think like that's something they'll like work on? I guess. I think that gets flushed. I I don't think that that. I mean, I don't know. Maybe you just like this is where you get. I, I do. I do think. I do think celebrities and brands will be offered uh, a uh, like sort of like stand still so I can measure your wallet sort of tiering system for special flair and access to things that that even more so than they have already like okay like blue like blue blue check marks plus 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 like there'll be there'll be things that that they demand money on a regular basis like a subscription to in in order for like big brands to continue to doing what they're already doing uh, in order to try and uh, drum up revenue. Uh, so, like so, so this is interesting, Josh, because like, you, you, I mean, the one thing about Alon that is actually interesting is that he is one of these mega celebrities on Twitter, which uh, no one else at Twitter really is. And so he does actually have empathy for that. You understands that user pretty well. And it would be interesting. It's like, no, no, we are going to actually focus on the 1 million plus followers. If you have a million followers or more, we are going to generate this like, private flying experience that's amazing experience for you but you're going to pay a lot of money for it well and i think i think in some of his public comments he has alluded to like being effectively flabbergasted that they haven't somehow used it to fleece rich people more, <laughs> right basically like but the, the problem is that there's not a lot of them i mean it's like you actually are much better off getting a buck out of a million people than you are getting a hundred thousand dollars out of one million follower person yeah but 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 are you even getting a dollar out well that's the thing i don't i can't like, imagine i mean i would never buy twitter blue there's no fucking way and the okay uh so you mentioned the blue check marks N- another kind of uh question would be do blue check how are blue check marks changed because uh, i could see like blue check marks i it, it would i mean maybe i'm being ridiculously bullish here but it would not surprise me if it's like hey we're gonna actually return blue check marks to what it's supposed to be namely we have verified that you are who you say you are. And, you know, here's the process for getting your driver's license in and anybody it, can get a blue Yeah. It's totally possible that there'll be like an onerous and probably on many levels problematic and disrespectful program for like, <laughs> the, like, like the, do you remember the real names thing yeah. at like every other social network? So there'll be something like that uh, because, because he's banged on so much about the bots as well. Yeah. Like, well, like what would, you know, like, obviously, right. like, you know, I am, I am a smart man who has spent $44 billion and I will 
just fix that problem straight away. It's like you've got to, you know, you've got to tell me who you are before you tweet shitty things at me. Like, well, so do you think that- the one thing that sucks yeah. is like the non accounts on Twitter or some of the. There's some of the most interesting people I've ever talked to. Totally. Yeah. So, like, do you lose that? Totally. Well, but I don't think I don't imagine he experiences that at all. No. No, most likely not. Like I don't imagine that he gets any value out of someone that, that that's like an anonymous person with 300 followers that that says really insightful things because I I don't see that he would hear them above the noise of all the other stuff that's going on. Like I mean, so many people must tweet things at him that it is effectively impossible to read all the tweets. Yes, and that he understands, on the one hand, this kind of one use case of the massive celebrity use case, but does not understand a use case that's important to a bunch of us, um, which is where we're actually seeing like thoughtful, interesting stuff on Twitter, like Twitter Spaces. Uh, Cargo Occultist, you, I, added user speaker. What, what, what are your thoughts on all this? Well, I was just looking at some of the reporting around um, Tesla engineers showing up at the So I've I've lived through I've lived through mergers, but I've never lived through a merger. You know, like this, yeah. with a singular personality driving the entire mess. And I'm curious to hear from other folks. You know, one, if if anyone has any any insight into this process, like what is probably going on here? Is it just a pressure play? You know, is it a bully tactic? Um, obviously, you're not going to drop someone into a you know complex operation and just have them productive on day one. Um, are they? Is he just trying to build an on ramp so he can build? You know, bring in a new team. What? What's going on? Yeah, well, I can tell you, I mean, it's certainly what the, the, every Twitter employee is trying to ask themselves that same question. And they right. are, are, I mean, the, clo- the closest that I've had to this is certainly when Oracle bought Sun and you did have one single personality. And you, you, there definitely was this kind of jockeying for, I, I, can, uh, I can guarantee you there are people that are jockeying to be laid off, maybe a lot of people. Um, who are like, actually, I would, you know, I've seen this movie before and I want to volunteer now to be part of a large reduction in force, knowing that I'll get, I'll get the biggest possible package if I go now. So I, I'm sure there are people that are jockeying in that regard. Um, from an executive perspective. People yeah. who are not going to, not going to quit. They're going to wait to be pushed as soon as humanly possible. I, or, or they're just going to be like, actually, the time, the, the veterans. I mean, the one thing I definitely noticed with the, the, the Oracle acquisition of Sun is the people that had been at Sun who had, who were kind of furthest in their careers. Like, I've seen this movie before. And uh, no, you can please lay me off now. Um, so I, I, I think that um, the, you will have people that are jo- for sure being jockey to be laid off. Executives are absolutely jockeying to figure out who's here, who's not here. You, I mean, you want this period to be as quick as possible where no one knows anything. I mean, you, why am I superimposing any kind of, I mean, I don't know, but in the abstract, when there is so much indecision, you want to get through that as quickly as possible. And if you've got, I mean, it is, and he is showing that he's doing that by, he's like, look, a prag is not going to be the CEO getting rid of the CFO. I'm getting, I'm, I'm getting rid of, of the woman who ran safety, which is a little, I mean, that's, I've got more questions about that. I think you're going to have a couple of folks in the next couple of days that are going to be big. Uh, I mean, one question that I definitely have is Jay Sullivan, whether Jay Sullivan stays or goes. And, but you're going to get that folks, it, you, it is important that you not grip the entor- entire organization with fear. So you are going to want to start communicating things, I would imagine, pretty quickly. Um, 
So I think we're going to know a lot more in the next couple of days. He's going to want to move pretty decisively, I would say. But that's from my experience. I'd love to get other folks' uh, perceptions on that as well. Um, but I, I do think that you want, in those first couple of days – you want to win hearts and minds in those first couple of days um, where, because there are people that you absolutely want to keep and he, and even Alon knows that for sure. And he's going to want to locate those people as quickly as he can and understand from them what needs to be done. Cause I can also guarantee you that there are, I'm sure there are people for whom this is like unequivocally bad, there are plenty of people, just like Rishi and, and, and Craig and, and me and, and, and Nick to a degree, where we're talking about the kind of the bull case. There are people for sure inside of Twitter who are like, ah, I don't want the supervillains to be released. But there are these other like, you know, list of 30 things that are pretty broken and are actually like pretty easy to fix. Um, so that would be my I mean, that's kind of the things to watch for. Um, I don't know. This is in- increasingly sounding like a metaphor for colonialism. <laughs> you know, everything's a metaphor for colonialism. No, no, I, they, they, that's true. <laughs> I well, no, I just think that that you well. So I mean, when I have had leadership changes, people are super unsettled. And if anyone is at Twitter, you know, folks at Twitter, their obviously anxiety levels are through the roof. And you, if you are not a sociopath. <laughs> you want to get ahead of that and get control of it right now. He seems to be wanting to deliberately generate panic because he's decapitated the leadership and he hasn't even called in all hands. People are learning about it on like on in the Washington post, in the Washington post <laughs> on Twitter, on Twitter, on the, on a news outlet that someone mentioned, I didn't even recognize like pop fresh or something. Like, what the hell is that? The, um, but yeah, they, they are, they're not learning about it in any kind of structured capacity. And I don't know, you know, maybe that is deliberate. Maybe that, that is a, a deliberate kind of uh, terrorization uh, tactic. I, again, a lot of his, like, public remarks have really, really, like, displayed a lot of contempt for basically everybody that works there. Like... Oh, man. No, and, and no, like, I mean, I, like, so, like, no. like, do you remember when he retweeted the guy that, that famously was talking about, like, all the... Like, he would acquire companies and then sack 14 floors of people first day and, and like, just a lot of... No, uh, I wasn't omanning that. You know? I was omanning that I, I've been DM'd from someone who says that Donald Trump is claiming that he's been told his account will be back on Monday. <laughs> so, well, believe it. I mean, believe it. Yeah. Cast your sabo into the machine, people, quickly. Like, yeah. But uh, I think it what it what is clear is that we must archive this recording with the predictions on oh, some other absolutely, platform. absolutely. <laughs> well, I definitely like. I mean, it, I, I and I will download the recording to make sure that we've got it for posterity's sake because I did want to. There you go. That is why I wanted to record it so we can all look back on this and and weep. Maybe I'm not sure what we're uh, <laughs> as the as the fire burns on the horizon. As the fire burns on the horizon, we can at least say, or we'll be replaying this on on the the, the new platform that replaces Twitter. <laughs> uh, Aaron, I uh, just had to use the speaker. What, what are your thoughts? Uh, yeah, so first, I'm somewhat biased in coming from this because I left Twitter around the time Alon started trying to buy it to go work on Blue Sky Project, so that. Um, but the main thing I noticed when I was at Twitter for years is Twitter was a culture where most people at Twitter thought Twitter was not good. And they were like, this platform can be much better. And we are doing a lot to fight spam. 
it's not enough. We are doing a lot to make sure that the timeline is a healthy conversation. We're not doing enough. It was very much this culture of we can do better, therefore we must do better. Um, and particularly Vidya, who was chief legal officer and running trust and safety and stuff, every new feature went through this question of, okay, how would someone use this feature to get a genocide? What can we do to make sure this feature doesn't cause a genocide? Genocide is bad. And yeah, interesting. when you change from this, hey, we are a company that is trying to serve the public conversation and we are doing amazing amounts of good and amazing amounts of harm. How do we reduce the harm without destroying the good that we are doing? And you turn that from, hey, let's make money so we can serve the public conversation to let's serve the public conversation so we can make money. You are going to radically change the culture. And I suspect we are going to see particularly new leadership from the top driving a, hey, aren't we all awesome? And aren't we all just the smartest people in the room instead of the we're really not the smartest people in the room and we need to have content reviewers from 105 different countries to tell us what is dangerous in those countries because to a white male tech bro who went to Stanford sitting in right. San Francisco, right. you may not and realize not aware which of the tweets right. are yeah. likely to cause a genocide on the border between India and Pakistan. <laughs> yeah, interesting. And so, Aaron, what like, years you really you need to have humility and I feel like particularly Jack and Vidya pushed humility down from the top. I was very surprised hmm. when I got to Twitter and I was like, oh my God, this is the healthiest work culture I've ever been a part of. That oh, was not my assumption based on the platform because I know none of you have noticed this, but there's a tad bit of toxicity on the Twitter platform. <laughs> um, it's, Aaron, what years were you at Twitter? I was there... I left in April 1st, which, by the way, never leave on April 1st, because when you send out that email, it's like, hey, guys, I'm leaving on this day. You'll be like, but, but are uh, you? Let me let me one up you. Never shut down on April 1st. Nebula, if you remember them, OpenStack based computer company shut down on April 1st and had their like. And I remember being in the, in the office of, of the, my CEO at the time being like, is this the sickest April Fool's joke ever? Or did they actually, yeah. So that, just that. Sorry, so you, you left very recently. You know a ton of people still there, I would assume. I mean, I knew a lot more people there in April than I do now. <laughs> oh, interesting. And so, so, you know, just to get, we, we got the question earlier, like, what do we think is going, what do you think is going on on the, on the inside? Uh, and I mean, I don't, if you still know folks there or not, I mean, what, of what you know about the organization, what do you think is going on inside there right now? Um, from what I've seen, I would say that there's sort of a longer story there of Twitter was growing and adding a lot of new features and then GDPR hit. And it was like, oh my goodness, none of our infrastructure has been designed so we can delete things. How do we solve the problem of deleting things? And then we got years oh. of stagnation at Twitter because essentially all of the effort went to how do we make these infrastructures that we've been building for decades under the assumption of never losing data, lose data. And we were just pulling out of that of like, okay, now we can launch spaces and fleets and try a whole bunch of new things against the wall because we actually have engineers who are doing something other than trying to be GDPR compliant and something That's other than trying to dig oh. out of a giant army of bots that are crushing the platform. And a lot of so people noticed, that, like, hey, Twitter, Twitter woke up. <laughs> yeah. And I think that there's going to be a lot of credit for people who are like, 
wow, look how fast they're moving now that Elon took over. And you're like, well, yes, but I think that change actually happened before Elon took over. I expect the big changes that you're going to see is that sort of, hey, we have this giant spigot here that says behave better on one side and make more money on the other side. Let's crank that dial a few notches. Yeah, interesting. Um, And you get the weird cross effects of Twitter and other companies. So I've known people who say the real threat when you give money to campaigns, it's not that you get a lot of influence over politicians by giving money to their campaigns. You get a lot of influence over politicians by having a large pile of money that you are willing to give to their opponent if you need to. To some extent, yeah. there is the, oh, what if terrible people get put back on the platform? Well, Trump had a lot of influence, and then he got kicked off Twitter. And while he still has a lot of influence, he has a lot less influence over the party. He can't drive Fox News's day when he doesn't have a Twitter account in the way that he did before. If you go to a bunch of senators and say, hey, I know you would like to negotiate your contracts with SpaceX so that you don't pay exorbitant amounts of money and SpaceX doesn't make crazy profits this year, but you totally need Twitter because that's the only way you can drive the news cycle around your campaign and you can't control the media without Twitter. Be a real shame if suddenly your tweets were not being shown to people at high rates. Like, so, okay, so you think that they're they going to go full extortion and no, you're going to be... No, of course uh, not. They're going to walk in there right. and say, I am making this negotiation and I would never do anything to deliberately harm your party with the platform that right. I have that is absolutely key to you driving the news cycle. It needs to remain neutral and you and I both agree how neutral everything needs to be, Right. So what, what's your take on the supervillains? Were the supervillains released or not? I mean... By the way, the person that, the person that DM'd me about Trump said that like, actually that may have been a hoax. I'm not sure. So like, take, take all that with a grain of salt. Yeah, um, I, I mean, think it becomes a revolving door. Old. You need to have that credible threat of I am willing to take people down for what seems like no real policy and I'm going to put people back up for what seems like mm. no real policy. Like, if you want to credibly so, uh, be perceived uh, as the crazy man who might do anything, then... You then gotta you, do then you a need little bit of random, but you can't go full on free speech wing of the free speech party because then you no longer have influence. That's interesting. Okay, so you think that like so? And I, I'm gonna want. I think he can make back his money just in the ways that people don't negotiate with SpaceX. Okay, so so then you think that he well, so he release some fraction of supervillains and then and then uh, rebanish them in an attempt to like. Prove to all the like, look, all supervillains. I am your, I'm your arch villain. Yeah, it's you must, the classic. Uh, why did you put this person back on? Well, Kim Kardashian asked me to, so I did. Yeah, interesting. And so, do you, so do you think that they're going to be, by and large, put back on the platform? No idea. <laughs> you so, can't answer so no in, idea. In, <laughs> you have to answer in yes essence, or no. in essence, though, that this becomes a Murdoch-like situation where he uses it not to make money but to screw up other things. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. I mean, that'll maybe. make him money. I mean, it, oh, well, yeah, that, that'll make him money. Yeah, exactly. Wielding it as as influence um, would be yeah. w- would be interesting. Um, that would definitely be interesting. I mean, I think um, about a so, lot of his career, and it's like, well, he made a lot of money doing credit cards on the internet, which other people didn't get into because the regulations were murky. But he figured he was good at getting the government to not come after him, and 
made a lot of money at Tesla with cars that wouldn't have been financially viable, except there was a bunch of government subsidies that were written in such a way that they kind of only applied to the Tesla at the time and no other cars on the road. And then he had SpaceX, where he made a lot of money by getting deals only from governments. Like his entire I mean, career has be been, I'm going to go into spaces where other people don't compete with me because they're afraid of laws. Sorry, we should go ahead. Yeah, I'd say. I mean, I mean, to be fair to the Tesla SpaceX examples, like the actual technology had to work too, right? So it's not just that. It, like, it did, there but was it, a gray it, area. It didn't. Both of those companies worked time. in spite of him, not yeah, because of him. I agree with that. They did not sure, work for right, a that, long, that, long time. That, like, that's a lot of people have talked about that. Like, it goes, goes back and forth. But I'm, I'm just saying that, like, you, you like, you, ha- you can't completely discount that, like, you know. They're not succeeding just because of some tax breaks that were given, right? Like the vehicle works. And it's a pretty nice experience when you get into a Tesla, for instance. Totally. Debatable. <laughs> well, no, but I, I definitely hear you. But I think that it did take, it took a long time to get there. And there were a lot of fits and starts. And, you know, the uh, a friend of mine who was a very early, early Tesla adopter also decided that he was no longer going to buy a Tesla after the Roadster because he'd been lied to by, by the company so much. And ultimately, he ended up, you know, ended up, ended up uh, buying another Tesla um, after. But he, I mean, he felt as an early customer very, very deceived by Tesla. So, I mean, there's definitely a lot of shadiness, but you're also right that he ultimately, it kind of tracked towards delivery. I just don't know how much the, it's going to hold up for, for Twitter itself here. Um. Uh, Cargo Cultus, we got you. Uh, we, we had lost you, but for for a bit, but uh, you appear to be back. Uh, do you have other other thoughts? There's nothing I wanted to mention about SpaceX. Um, for all the nightmares you hear about, like the work conditions inside there, one of the cool things that's coming out of it is the people who leave and their perception of what is possible and what is normal is completely different. Yeah, it's like the 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 yeah, it's a completely different culture. It's it's like. Um, I think it, it might be the best thing that Elon ever does for humanity. It's just a real like, whoa, you know, stop, stop letting Boeing or whoever design all of your, you know, spacecraft, you know, but, um, it's, I, I mean, it's, I, it's, I, it's, I, it's, it's, it's just, it's totally just like upended the whole game board, which is exciting. Um, yeah, I don't want to get too deep into Elon himself, but yeah. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I mean, as, as, as someone who's a, a hard tech startup, I appreciate other hard tech startups solving hard tech problems. And so, no, I, I think you're right. And I, in terms of what you're saying about folks that are come out of SpaceX and their idea of what's possible and the problems that are important, I think I, I, I definitely agree with you. I think there's a lot that's good there. The problem is I just don't know what are the kind of the hard tech equivalents inside of Twitter. I mean, I think it would be interesting to take a, you know, I, I obviously uh, the MLDL has been changing so much, even, you know, the last six months, a year, two years, can you go back to content moderation? Not like, you know, that the folks have really focused on that, that domain content moderation, but maybe you can, you know, un- unleash the uh, un- unleash GPT three and its equivalent on actually uh, moderating content. I mean, are the things you can go do there. I, that, that's my question. Is like, what are the hard tech problems that you can really get people excited about? Because the thing about SpaceX, and other people pointed this out too, it's like SpaceX, Tesla. They are they get you excited. What is going to be that about Twitter that's going to get people excited? Especially if the, the if the supervillains are are released. Yeah, I think the most interesting nice. technical thing that they could do is the, is the tools that you can give like the individual to basically control their feed better. I think right now we have like 
as primitive of tools as possible, which is like block, mute. And I think on ads, you can say like show less often, not interested or whatever, right? So like, I think it would be tools... so easy for them to just steal a couple of the tools that Mastodon, especially exactly. Mastodon Forks, have already. Well, and I think another interesting thing that could potentially happen, and like Elon's tweeted about this at like open networks and other stuff like that, but like Brendan Ike had this pretty interesting idea back about like adding a feature to brave the the browser where like every single time you send a tweet or like are on any social media it would just like repost it on like some federated network like matt macedon yes so it's, like they added something like that to twitter or like someone convinces elon to do that like some engineer like that would be pretty interesting too where like now you could like the cell of the federated thing right is like twitter becomes just one client on this network and so like in the Twitter client, you know, the supervillains are there, but there are, like, cli- X other clients out there that, like, other people can use, and you're still using the same underlying network, and you don't have to, like, worry about recreating that network. Like, that, I think, m- there may be some interesting things there, right? Like, does Twitter do that? I don't know. But, like... What are the incentives like, what, to knock down that out, like, It does motivate people to, like, get creative about how can I, like, transfer my Twitter network over into areas, like, into a community into like a user experience that I want to have, right? Totally. And I think this is where you get to like, I mean, uh, one thing that would that we, they could throw out there that would be interesting is like, we are going to make the API is going to be a first class citizen. Everything we do at Twitter is going to be API first. And like that, I mean, that, that's something that would get me excited as a technologist. Um, I, I just don't know how you make any money out of it. Well, you make money out of it by, by I mean, you are, I mean, it's kind of, it's indirect. It's like, you know, how do you make money by putting rocket, by getting people excited about rockets in the space? It's like you solve the problem that those people will solve. And I think that you get, you get some, some North Star out there that gets technologists excited, that gets George Hotz excited. I'm, I'm kind of intrigued by it, but get, get, gets Cheryl Sandberg excited, not Cheryl Sandberg excited by API access, but something that's going to get someone excited that can really draw in people to take a big swing i mean that would be that would be interesting i i think it, but it, it's it, it's i just think it's a little more of a struggle than it is with space and cars and computers honestly like we've got a great luxury oxide where it's like it's very it, it, it it's a hard problem that people can get really excited about because it's right in front of them versus like a filthy hard problem it's hard to get excited about i don't know i think the the AI part is probably the place that people get most excited about, and it's probably where I think a lot of the focus will be. Yeah. Of like the the getting rid of bots is just cleaning a big data set, right? That you can then use because it's conversational. So you could do conversational AI, and that be the driving force of Twitter. Yeah, that's kind of interesting, actually. And maybe they can. I, I hope they can find something like that, honestly, because I I think we will be better served well we, we, we need to be we're going to be well served by uh, frankly an extreme in one direction or another like we either need twitter to get good or we need to get twitter to get very bad very quickly because something will replace it if if twitter becomes unusable uh i mean that i've got total confidence in. i know i i, I know charity disagreed with you on new company formation because and she was being much more realistic than i'm being but uh i would like to believe that new company formation or maybe that you have a uh and no we will not be uh michael dexter just just suggested oxide.chat no we are not oxide will not be pivoting no thank you uh it's a gritty hard problem but it would be it would be interesting all right well i uh i i think um uh, this has been great Thank you very much, everyone, for for 
jumping in and being willing to to discuss the future of a platform that I, I dare say is important to to a bunch of us. Um, I am uh, I, I I'm going to go with the bullish case for now. So uh, Rishi and Craig, I uh, let's hope the supervillains are not released and we get a quality experience. Uh, but thank you very much, everyone. Really appreciate you joining us. And let's let's hope. Well, let's stay tuned. Uh, we'll be interested to see what happens. Thanks, everyone. Take care. Good night.